0: My great-grandfather Jesse Strange was born a slave and freed in his 20s. His 12 children were born free and referred to as the first free-born generation. In this podcast series, I interview Jesse Strange's descendants in order to document our stories. This is Strange Family Folklore. In this episode, I interview my cousin Thel Strange and his daughter Angie Wade. Cousin Thel is the tenth child of Jesse Strange, who is the second child of my great-grandfather, Jesse Strange. You grew up in Cascade, Virginia,
1: right? I grew up in the woods.
0: Where in the woods? Down below Broadsville. Broadsville High School? That's right. And that's where you graduated? I ain't got in finish school. How far did you go in school?
1: Sixth grade.
0: What did you do then? I had everything and they took it from me. Who took what from you, Cousin Phil? The law. The law?
1: The law took it.
0: After sixth grade, what did you do? Farm, all my life. Which crop? Anything you can grow? Well, Cousin Phil, I'm a suburbanite, so I don't know what grows when. You'd have to give me a clue.
1: <laughs> um. Tobacco, corn, wheat, snaps, maples, everything. So you were a farmer all your life? All my life. Still live now. Oh, what do you grow now? Everything.
0: Is it all year round or certain seasons?
1: You grow them in summertime. Winter Mm -hmm. comes, and cuts off. And what do you do then? Sleep, white
0: snow. (laughs) But I'd like to know about Cascade when you were a child. What Uh, were things like back then compared to now?
1: It was the same as it is now. I don't believe that. (laughs) Well, it just wasn't any grown people then. It wasn't but a few grown people. Your mom and granddaddy and two or three more.
2: And that was all way back when I was 12 and 14. Basically, we had to get up. Four o'clock in the morning, get ready for the tobacco field. I don't know your fans butts about it. Mm-hmm. We had to get out there. Of course, I was driving the tractor. Everybody else had to get them a row.
0: And about how many people were there working the tobacco field?
2: Eight, ten, between eight and ten. It depends on how many you had out there. Then get there, everybody get a row and pull it to the end. And lunchtime around twelve, you got a coat and a pack of nabs and Back at it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, nabs are
2: those crackers (laughs) with peanut butter inside, right? Right. Yeah, that's what you got, a Coke and a pack of nabs. Maybe an oatmeal cookie if you wanted oatmeal cookie. And then back in the field again till everything is over. At the end, you know, we'll take it back to the barn and house it, string it up and house it. And then after all that, then supper time come in after you get done. So that's how it went every day.
0: But that was just during the summer months, right? Yes. So was it just your family
2: or other Uh, relatives? All of us. Everybody. Uncle Percy's kids and everybody that wanted to help, Mm -hmm. well had to help, they put them in the backfield.
0: Percy was Cousin Thel's older brother, the fourth child of Jesse Strange.
1: We want the honest one. Everybody was doing it. And about
0: how big was the plot of land?
1: 300 acres, but we didn't have a 10, 12,
0: 14 acres. Again, I'm a suburbanite, so I don't even know how tobacco is processed. I
2: just have a general idea. So you guys would grow it, pick it, dry it, up. it You plant it. Well, you know how you hit the field, right? right? And we have to go plant it. That means one person or two people plant the tobacco in the field. through Four or five of them. Okay, well, it was about five because some people had to walk, too, just to catch the the bad and put them back in the ground. So, you know, that's the process you start from when you're you planting it. It was very interesting.
0: So a machine would plant it, but if it didn't take or didn't go into the ground, then the person who was walking behind the machine.
2: That's right. Yes. Basically what it was, it's like a little feeder. You holding in your hand. And when it come around, you slap it in. You put it in there. Then the next person put theirs in there. Sometimes, cause it depends on how fast the tractor is moving. I mean, if it goes around and missed, then so you'd have missed that spot. And you don't want an open spot between the tobacco plants, so you have to go back. If it missed the spot, you have to put it in that hole so it won't leave so much space between it. The rows was really long. You're teaching me something. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> It's a life learning experience. It was interesting and fun, but I don't know if that was the worst part or the part when pulling it was the worst. I don't know. No. But the only part that I enjoyed was the top pullers. You can go through there, skin it off and keep on going. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what you just said. Once the tobacco has grown, you got all the way up to its pullings and it's time for you to pull it. And I'm talking about when you're on the last, the top pullings, Is where you don't have to bend as much. You just up top, you skin the stalk.
0: Oh, so you're riding on the tractor?
2: Yeah, well, when we plant it, we're riding on the tractor. We're riding on the back end of the caboose. But after you plant it all and it starts to grow and you're getting ready to pull it, the best part is the end part when it's all said and done and just about tobacco season is over and you just go skin the stalk off, that's the best part because you know it's about to be over with.
0: So how long does it take tobacco to grow from the time you plant it to the time you're harvesting
2: it? Three months. Three months. Yeah, about three months.
0: Okay. So right about now is the time it would be planted?
2: Yep. They actually plant now, May the 15th, when they start planting.
0: Okay. So around August is when it's harvested?
2: Last of July.
0: But Angie, you talk like that's in the past tense. You guys don't do that anymore?
2: No, no. no.
0: Now, since that was only for three months, we just want to know the growing season. So we started with summer. So what would be planted after that?
2: After tobacco?
1: Yes. So After that, you get ready to sow wheat and get your corn in. And then when it starts snowing, you sit by the fire and look at the snow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you'd have to harvest the wheat and the corn before that. You harvest the wheat and
1: corn before that.
0: Okay. Because nothing's growing in the winter, right? That was always my impression. No. What's the earliest crops after winter, late winter, early spring that could be planted?
2: Salad and corn, right? Salad and corn. Turnip greens and corn. Corn and turnip greens. No collard greens? Yes, ma'am. All that type of stuff. Corn, collards, salad.
0: When you guys say salad, you're talking about different varieties of leafy greens, right?
2: Turnip greens, collard greens, yeah.
0: Yeah, all of that. The Californians, I think, like kale, but I didn't have kale until I was an adult.
1: California can plant it anytime.
2: Yeah, their weather is... From this down here. So they can plant all year, probably. Yep, all the year. They can plant their stuff all year, but we can't. That's the difference between Cali and here.
0: In the wintertime, what did you guys do? Because farmers have to have another activity, or, or don't they? I'm just thinking Sit economically.
1: By buy. <laughs> Sit by the fire. Hunt
2: deer, rabbit squirrel. <laughs> Is there Kill a market peels. for that? Kill pigs. Get you some sausage and fat back and all that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, that's right. So, in addition to growing crops, you guys were raising livestock.
2: Raising pigs, raising hogs, whatever you want to call it. And that was a
0: year-round thing, though.
2: Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
0: Now, did you guys ever have, like, a side business where you're making sausage and you would sell that? Or was that meat just for the family?
2: Yeah. Yeah, sausage.
0: I know my grandmother, Mama B, used to have that country well I called it country sausage was like I say I was a suburbanite. yeah
2: that's what they called it country sausage it was raised in the country so they called it country sausage
0: okay and because I'm always thinking economics can you walk me through so after the tobacco is processed did it have to be auctioned off so
2: you didn't planted it picked it and housed it meaning you housing it in the tobacco barn. You have to let it basically cook. You have to light the bond and let it cook to where it get where you want it, where you get to a certain extent to where it's kind of is green when you're picking it and housing it. Then when you put it in the bond and you light the bond, it's gonna be when you get ready for it to come, it's gonna be fresh. You got to let it, you got to yell it. It's good. Yeah, it's got to be yellow. I was going to say brown. It's got to be yellow. It's got to be a certain stink in order for the people to buy it.
0: Is that hanging it up so it can dry out? That's right. Right. Hang it
2: up in the barn and let it get limber. That's what housing means, you hanging it. Housing uh-huh. means you hanging it in the barn.
0: Well, see, you guys are the experts. So I'm basically (laughs) going by what I've seen in the movies or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you housing it in the barn. And, you know, of course, it's taking manpower to do that. Somebody has to be up on top of the barn to hang the tobacco. That's when we had
1: our old wood barn. Now we got buck barn. You know what a buck barn is? No, No, sir. (laughs) A buck barn is they done made it. And when you pull your tobacco, you put it in the rack. When you get the rack, pull your it in and then you light it. Don't take long with
2: a buck barn. Right. Easier.
0: What's a buck barn made out of? That's better than the wooden barns? Oh yes.
1: It's better than a wood barn.
0: I guess so, because that metal will heat up.
1: That's right. All the heat. Would the buyers come to the barn? Oh, take it? No, it's just
2: like you cooking on your cook stove, baking mm-hmm. bread. That's another process. After the tobacco's been heated through the buck barn, then we have to sack it. You sack it yourself, and you have to sack it around, sack it, step on it to get it in place and to get it in the bag. You have to tie the bag up. And once you do that, then you have to put it on the truck or the trailer, to take it off to the auction site. And that's when they buy it at the auction site. Okay. That's when they buy it. You take it down there, and then they'll throw it off the truck and lay it on the ground, put it in sacks, put it on the floor. Right, the and they just lay it out, open it up, and go in, flip it over, and look at it, and inspect it, and do all that kind of stuff. Then they put a tag on it. You don't ever know what that tag is, not unless you know what they're doing. Okay. they tag it, that price is your tobacco. Somebody will buy it. That goes to the highest bidder, and they'll tag it. And then they'll give you your little ticket. You go take it to the cashier, and she'll write you a check. That's how it works. Simple.
0: <laughs> so tobacco, of course, is a cash crop. That's more profitable than corn
2: salad tobacco is a leading it's just what you smoke you get your cigarettes that's how they make the cigarettes out of the tobacco that you grow
0: that much i knew (laughs) (laughs) i've never been a smoker but that much i knew (laughs) okay
2: yeah that's how tobacco is
0: that's really a cash crop. I'm just trying to get the general picture here. Three months to grow. What was the time to yellow it in the buck
1: barn? All you do is hang up in the barn and turn it on let it swing now. And that us and look at it if it's all real yellow. But is that a matter of
2: hours or that days? Take, it take about a week when you got the barn full. Because it's only on 130 degrees. That yeah, still it's, sounds it's hot. hot. Yeah, it sounds hot. You have to check it to see how you want it, the yellow that you want it for the people to buy it. That's basically what you're doing.
0: See, the only reason I said 130 sounds hot is that I take hot yoga, which is 105 at 45% humidity.
1: 130 is ready to go. That's the way you got the heat it about 130. You get to 130, get good and warm, then it'll get lemon and it'll start yelling.
0: So, is there a percent of humidity that it has to be as
1: well? Let it get up to a hundred five, and then it'll start drying. And then you go up a little more higher, and then you see how you the leaves get curling up on them and balling up. You just let it stay there; they all will get ball up good.
0: Well, this has been very educational, especially for those of us who did not grow up to be farmers. Right, right, Angie. How old were you when you stopped farming, or did you really
2: stop? <laughs> I ain't never stopped. He okay. ain't stopped, but I stopped because I went to school and got my education. I think you're a few years younger than me because I'm 50. Yeah, I am. I'm behind you a couple years. I went to school and I, I'm going to school. I ain't out in no bicycle field. No, 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 no. I'm gonna get my education. I'm going to school. So that's what I did. It, Help in the evenings, you know, I had to get off the bus at the farm. I would help string the tobacco. Mm-hmm. As after they finished pulling it, they bring it back to the barn. I would help string it after I get out of school. Come from school, change your clothes, mm-hmm. put on your work clothes, and get up behind the stringer. Mm-hmm. And you help string the tobacco up until we finished at the end of the day. It probably got done about maybe about six or seven, something like that. That's what we did every day. Then the weekend come, may work on Saturdays too. It just depends if we had anything to do on Saturday at the farm. We may have had a Saturday off, but more than likely we didn't. So that was working Monday through Saturday on the farm. But right. yes, I went to school and I stayed in school. A lot of them didn't. I did, though. <laughs> and what did you study? Oh, just the general studies. After graduation, I went to work. I was going to the Air Force, but when 9-11 hit, that changed my mind. So. I went straight to work.
0: I do appreciate you guys telling me about tobacco farming because I had no clue whatsoever. I have a new appreciation now. And thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, children.